episode of Music and Vibes. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. I am so excited to be hanging out with you guys today, and I can't imagine anywhere else I'd rather be than here with you. Now, I hope you guys are enjoying your day and taking some time out for yourself, because in order to be a good partner to your spouse or significant other, you need to first be good to yourself. For the next few weeks, we're going to be reflecting and talking about some of the previous episodes of Music and Vibes. And we're doing this in preparation for season three of Music and Vibes. I have been going through some of the previous episodes to make sure that we are talking about new topics and not just talking about the same old thing over and over again, because that could get really boring really quickly. However, in doing my review, I found a few episodes that I would love to revisit because I feel that the messages in these episodes are timeless. No worries. You will not be listening to the same old episodes again. So for instance, if you the episode we had last week, you're not going to hear again. Or the one we had two weeks ago, you're not going to be listening to again. The majority of the episodes were from season one. So I'm pretty sure, pretty confident, you have not heard these episodes. Now, this is the fifth month of 2019. So we are five months in into the new year. And I think we all need a little reminder on how to be patient with our spouse. I need a reminder about that last week. So I know if I need a reminder, you guys probably needed one too. Or maybe not, because y'all are probably more patient than I am. (laughs) But, you know, we all need these reminders. So what we're going to do leading up to Season 3, which I promise you is going to be amazing, we're going to just revisit some old topics and remind ourselves of the things that we need to not just learn how to do or do once or twice, but the things we need to continue to do to be the best partner we can for our spouse. So that is what we're going to do. Now, if you have any topics... Or ideas that you want to talk about in season three, just head over to Music and Vibes, go to the Facebook page, and message me your topic or suggestion. And I promise you, I will talk about that topic in season three of Music and Vibes. Now, the handle to that Facebook page is at the Music and Vibes Podcast. I can't wait to hear what you want to talk about, and we are going to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. Now, without further ado, here is an episode from season one of Music and Vibes, which reminds us to be patient with our spouse or significant other. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Music and Vibes podcast. I'm your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. How are you doing today? I hope that all is well and that you are just enjoying life and just having a good time and having fun. Now, on Friday of last week, I had a crazy, crazy experience that really tested my patience. And I think I'm going to talk to you about it because I'm kind of over it. I know I'm going to vent about it, but I just want to find out what you would have done in this situation. Now, for the past few months, I have been ordering my groceries online. I love it. It is so easy and convenient for me because I can order my groceries anytime during the day or night and then schedule a time to pick up my order. Now, ordering my groceries online has helped me to first save money on my grocery bill because, you know, for me, it's one thing like when I'm in the store and I actually see other things around me, I'm like, oh, that looks good. My kids may want that. Oh, maybe I can do this or maybe I can do that. So I keep buying stuff I don't need. But what I do is like I make a list of things that I need and then base it off of things in my house and things I want to cook for dinner, things that I need. And then I sit down at my computer and in the search bar, I just type in specifically what I need for the house. 
and I just do it that way. And you would be surprised. I save hundreds of dollars on my food bill. <laughs> it's crazy. Just because I actually just write it down and put it in the search bar. And after I put it in the search bar, I just click on what I need. So I have been doing that a lot. And it has saved me so much. And it also saves me time because I could be in the store for hours. I remember, um, yeah, anytime that I go to the store, my husband's like, so when are you coming back? And I'd be like, I should be back in an hour. Yeah, no one believes that because I never get back in an hour. Like, I never do. I'm usually there for two, two and a half hours, sometimes three. One time it was so bad, he actually called me. He's like, yeah, where are you? I was like, I'm just getting to the checkout hour right now. I'm in line. <laughs> so, and it was serious because I go in and I think and I kind of try to figure out what to do. And I don't plan in advance. And that always messes me up. So, I, it saves me time as well. So, on Friday, I had a lot of things to do after work. So, that morning, I ordered my groceries online like I do almost every week. And then I scheduled a time for pickup after work. After work... I went to Kroger first because I usually shop at two places. My two favorite places to shop are Kroger and, of course, Walmart. And I think I like Walmart so much just because I can go in and it has everything I need. And I'm always busy, so I don't have time normally to go to different stores to try to figure out, okay, I'll buy shoes from here or I'll buy this for the kids here. If it's in one place, believe me, I'm going to stay in that store and get everything I need because I'm already there. I need to travel. And it saves me on time. So I love shopping at Walmart. And Kroger I like because it's just like a grocery store. And I can pretty much get what I need there. And I love their little sales. And I love my Kroger card. It's like this little thing where you can get savings if you have your Kroger card. So yeah, I like to shop there. And the great thing is you can actually use your Kroger card online. You just register it once. And then every time you check in, they they add your digital coupons. And they do all the savings and sales they put towards your order. So... What I did was I went to Kroger first and I picked up my order. And it was like I normally expect. You go in, you pull into the little um, stand that they have reserved for online, pick, you know, shopping. You call on the on the um, call the number that's on the kiosk beside your car, and you tell them, "Hi, this is Kiana Mitchell. I'm here to pick up my groceries." And you tell them what number you're at, like at which parking space you are. And they're like, okay, well, we'll be out in a minute. So they'll come. And the great thing is they'll bring your groceries. You sign it. They'll tell you if they had any substitutions or if they changed anything. And you can just sign it and make sure everything's correct. And then they put your food in the car. So I was in and out of Kroger, like, in less than five minutes. I mean, I, I called them. They came out almost immediately. And put my food in the car. We did everything we needed to do. The only reason I'd say we were there for five minutes is because the lady and I were talking. That's what made it stay five minutes. Other than that, I could have been out in under three. So I went in, I got my stuff. And so I was like, well, now I need to go to Walmart and pick it up. The experience at Walmart was totally different. I get there, I had my kids in the car because I was finished with work and I picked them up from daycare. And, well, not really daycare, they're kind of old for that. But, you know, during the summer, like summer camp or whatever. So I picked them up and they were with me. It was hot. Now, it was almost 100, it felt like 100 degrees to me. I'm probably exaggerating a whole lot, but to me, it felt like 100 degrees. So, it was hot in the car, and I get to Walmart, and I pull up beside their kiosk, and at first, I push the button, because they have buttons you can push, and no one answered my call. So, I was like, all right, let me try it again. So, I did a couple times, no one answered. Finally, after like five minutes of sitting there, I just decided to call, and when I called, 
the guy finally picks up the phone. And he's like, okay, I'm on my way. And I was like, thanks. So I sit there and I wait and wait and wait. And I wait and wait and wait. And I wait and wait and wait. The whole time I'm waiting, I'm trying not to get upset because I hate to wait. As you know from previous podcasts, patience is not my virtue. I'm working on it, but I'm just not there yet. And I hate waiting. That's the thing that kills me. I hate to waste time. So I was waiting. And finally, I decided to call. Now, I was getting a little frustrated because I don't like to wait. I was getting angry. But I cannot blow up at people because I'm angry. I was like, you know, I'm just going to call and see what's going on. I picked up the phone and I called again. This time, nobody answered the call, answered the phone. So then I started stalker calling, like back to back to back. And then finally, somebody picked up the phone and then... I was like, so, this is Kiana Mitchell, I'm at Kiosk, let's just say three, I'm at Kiosk three, still waiting on my groceries, and he was like, okay, we're coming, we'll be out shortly, this is the same thing they told me a half an hour ago, so I'm just like, okay, fine, it'll be out shortly, and I wait, and wait, and since it was hot outside, I had my window down, because by that time, I had been waiting for like almost 35, 40 minutes, and I began to talk to people around me, just because I'm a talkative person, and I like to talk. And so I was like, hey, how long have you been there? And one lady's like, I've been here since 4 o'clock. I was like, oh, my goodness, because I got there closer to 5. I'm like, all right. And she had been waiting almost two hours for her groceries. The guy beside her was like, yeah, I've been waiting here for almost an hour and a half. I'm like, what's going on? So no one knew what was going on, and we were all trying to call, and no one was picking up. So finally I said, I'm going to the store, and I'm going to find out what's wrong with my order. This was... 50 minutes into my wait I went in the store and the lady beside me she came also we're like they're gonna have to get us that order I don't know what's going on so we go into the store we complain at customer service and let me just say customer service was amazing they were nice they were kind they listened to our complaints and they also even though the lady told me the manager told me in customer service that the online part of the Walmart food department is not part of Walmart which is weird because how are you buying stuff from Walmart online and it's not actually a part of Walmart I'm thinking they have different departments for different things anyway so she couldn't really do anything to help us but she did her best and she said I'm gonna go see what's going on she went back there and then she comes out and she's like well they only have one guy now mind you Friday after work they should know better than to schedule one person for online um, shopping and to bring your orders out because everyone knows it's always packed during that time so she's like here's what I'm going to do she says it's not my department or anything but I'm going to help you guys out she went back there and she started helping the guy bring orders out the thing that we had to do she didn't bring it out to the car but we got a cart while we were in the store and they brought our order out confirmed it with us and they transferred everything to the car and we walked back to the car so I'm thankful for Teresa. I think that was her name. She was amazing. And even though it was in her department, she was truly a rock star in all of this. And so she saved Walmart for me. At that point, as much as I like it, I was done with Walmart. I'm like, if this is how they're going to do things and do people, I'm not going to go to this particular Walmart anymore. I'll just go to the one across town because the customer service is a lot better. But because of her, she saved it. So now I'm just thinking probably won't be ordering my food online at Walmart anymore. I will probably just go in and pick up things that I need. And this was what I was thinking when I wrote down this 
my script for the podcast. When I was going to work on this, this is what I was thinking. I was not going to go to Walmart again. I was done. I was over. I was finished with Walmart. However, things have changed. Now, let me just confess. I typically write my podcast scripts on like Monday and I talk about what I want to talk. And they're not like huge scripts or anything. Just things I want to talk to you about. And since, and I did this on Monday, but yesterday, something surprising happened. I got a call from Walmart, the online part of it, and they apologized to me. They said they were sorry. This is not how they want my experience to be. This is not how they want me to remember Walmart online shopping. And they said that um, they found a way to make sure orders went out in a timely manner, even and to make sure that they were not shorthanded and that they were overstaffed and not understaffed, which I think is good because a lot of people, they don't call you back and answer your complaint or apologize. So I do give them that. And maybe, I don't know, maybe I may try it again, um, thinking about it. Not sure. But if I do try it again, it's not going to be on a day when I'm busy. It's going to be on a day when I have nothing but time. And then if I have to complain, I can and I will. But we'll see. But my first thought was, you know what? I'm just going to order all my food from Kroger. Because I can know I know if I can get out in and out of Kroger in five minutes with their online. I can just pull up, they'll bring my food out, I'm good. So maybe I'll give Walmart another chance. So what would you do? I need you to help me make this decision because I'm still unsure. I don't know what to do. Would you give Walmart another chance because they were kind and they apologized and were awesome. The customer service inside was awesome. And I do even give them credit for calling me on Tuesday to apologize for what happened Friday. So would you give them another chance? Would you try shopping with them again? Or would you just not be bothered with them? Like, forget you people. I'm not dealing with you. I'm just going to Kroger. What would you do? So as always, I'm always telling you this. Go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and leave me a message in Messenger. Or you can leave me a message in the comment section letting me know what should I do. Should I give Walmart another chance since they were apologetic and they're trying to make it better? Or should I just forget about it and go to Kroger? I would love to hear what you have to say. And plus, I need to make a decision because I have to go online shopping next sometime this week. Probably by Friday. So whatever input you have, please give it to me so I can make my decision before Friday. All right, let me know. And like I said, go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page. Go leave me a message in Messenger. Or you can leave me your comments in the comment section. Can't wait to hear from you because I really need to go shopping again. Now, today I just wanted to talk about how it feels to wait for something. Now, from listening to me talk, especially at the beginning of the podcast, you know for a certain that I do not like to wait. I don't like to wait for anything, and that's by my own admission. So you know that I'm just a tad bit impatient. However, as I have gotten younger, yes, I'm not getting older, I'm getting younger but wiser, I have come to realize that sometimes waiting cannot be avoided. For the past 13 years, I have been married to my wonderful husband, and during that time, we have had our ups and downs. But because of God, we are still married and very much in love. Now to all my unmarried listeners, please, let me just tell you one thing. Marriage is one of the hardest things you'll ever do, but it's also one of the most rewarding things you'll ever do. I think that the reason marriage can be and is so difficult is because you have two people with all of their flaws coming together and trying to unite 
And without the help of God and the help and a lot of change and sacrifice from both individuals, it's almost impossible to make a marriage work. I remember early on in my marriage, remember how I told you how I used to think I was perfect? So yeah, of course it would be difficult because if you're married to a perfect person, quote unquote, me, who wasn't so perfect, it's hard to kind of, you know, tell them you're probably wrong in this and maybe you should reconsider because, you know, in my head I'm perfect. So that is what my husband had to deal with. And I'm saying that just based on me. I'm not saying that in the beginning of our marriage, we were all perfect or one person was better than the other. No, it's just that I, I'm sitting here talking to you so I can admit and recognize my flaws. It was hard to do at first, but you know, I've come to the point and I've accepted that I'm not a perfect person and that I need to work on me and on myself. I remember early on in our marriage, I would expect my husband to do and say certain things because in my mind, that is what a husband was supposed to do or say. But I did not take into consideration that my husband was different than me. And what I thought he should or should not be doing or saying was not necessarily what he should be doing or saying. Now, all you married people know that in our minds, we have an idea of what our husband should do. Because I hear people say it all the time. Like, I don't know why my husband didn't wash the car because he saw that it was dirty. Well, maybe in his mind, he saw it was dirty, but you never asked him to wash the car. So he didn't think he needed to do it. Or, guys, you may say stuff like, well, she see the dishes need to be done. I don't know why she didn't put them in the dishwasher. I don't know why she didn't wash dishes. Well, yeah, you may see dishes are gonna be that need to be done. Cause I'm like that too, and I know that they're gonna get done. But in my mind, I'm just like I'm gonna do it after I get the kids calmed down. Thank God, now my kids are old enough to do dishes themselves, so I don't have to do them. But when they were younger, my whole thinking was, you know, I'm gonna get them like calm down or in bed, and then I clean up. Because my husband and I, we did have conversations about the house and stuff. And at the time I was staying home, he was like, well, how come the house always has toys and this stuff around? And I, and I told him, I said, listen, I said, it's not that I'm being lazy or just not doing it. It's just easier to wait until you put the kids to sleep, then clean up. Because for all you parents who have either mothers or even fathers who have been stay-at-home parents, moms or dads, you know that you or kids will take stuff out, they'll play with it, and then you'll try to clean up behind them and put it up. And what happens? Like 10, 15 minutes later, the same stuff is out again. And I know some parents who like make their kids not play with things or one thing at a time or, you know, they kind of restrict the amount of toys they can bring out to keep the house clean. But I was lucky as a kid. When I was younger, my mom didn't do that to me. She let me play with as many things as I wanted to play with. She let me use my imagination and just be me and be a kid. And then when I was finished, she would help me clean it up. And so that's kind of how I raised my kids, where you can have whatever you want out, and when you're finished playing with it, we can always clean it up, because I just think that's how it should be. So I, once I explained that to my husband, we got the understanding, he could see my point of view and I could see his. And, you know, we tried to meet in the middle and work on that. So that is a lot of the problem. It's like we don't talk, we don't communicate. We just expect certain things to happen because whether we want to admit it, we all have expectations about what our husband or wife should be doing. And our expectations are not based on who they are as a person. Our expectations are based on who we are as people. And it's funny because it's easy to be impatient with our loved ones. Like, there are times I'm one of those people where, okay, when it comes to doing certain things, I want to be on time, I want to do this, I want to be here at a certain time or whatever. But my husband's not always like that. Now, he does like to be on time for his job and everything. But there are times when I think I'm more intense when it comes to, like, my time management than he is. Like, if you say you're going to pick me up at 4 o'clock, please don't get there at 4 or 1. Because I'm just like, we said 4 o'clock. 
Or if I'm picking you up and you say, Kiana, get me at 5 o'clock. I'm going to be there at 5. So don't make me wait until 5.15 before you decide to come out. You know, but with my husband, he's like more patient because if he comes at like 5 o'clock and he has to wait till 5.10, 5.15, he's not going to be blowing up your cell phone like, where are you? What's going on? He's not going to do that. He'll just wait. He'll be like, I understand. It happens. Or if they, or if you're late picking him up, he's not going to be upset. He'll be like, well, it happens. At least you guys are okay. And that's something I need to work on because I'm usually like, where is he? What's going on? It's five minutes past after four o'clock or five minutes after five. So, you know, that's where we are different. And it doesn't mean that we are any, you know, that he's bad or I'm bad. It's just like we're different and we have different temperaments and personalities. And what I think that he should probably do is not normally what he should do because he's not me. And it's a good thing that we are different because we balance each other out. But it's easy in marriage to not remember that all the time and try to make our husbands or our wives like us or try to make them think like us instead of just letting them do what they want to do. And this is hard for me to say, but I think it even is true when it comes to religion. Now, I'm the person, I go to church like every single week because I love going to church. I love to sing, I like to do things, and I want my kids to have that same experience. So I go to church religiously like every single week. My husband, not so much. He'll be like, well, I'm tired. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to sleep. And I'm glad he's not listening to the podcast and don't listen to it. But that used to really bug me. And I used to be like, why isn't he going to church? I want him to go to church. He should go to church. It's the right thing to do for him to go to church. And it used to really bug me. And I used to really pray. This is when I was asking God to change him. I'd be like, God, make him go to church. Now, I do ask God to help him go to church. But it's not one of those things that's like so intense and it's like a deal breaker. Like you have to go. It's one of those things now where I'm like, okay, well, God... I know that, you know, church is good and we should go to church every single week or whatever. So please help him to go to church. But then I let God work with it. And I let God talk to his heart and talk to him instead of me trying to nag him and get him to do what I want to do. But the point I'm getting at is apparently this is a prayer. I know God's going to answer, but I need to wait on God to answer it. And I need to wait on my husband to get to the point where he needs to be so he'll want to go to church. And I think that's just the whole thing when I'm talking about waiting. I think instead of us expecting our spouses to do what we need them to do immediately and change immediately, we should give them that freedom to change on their own time. And when I say give them the freedom to change in their own time, I think that sometimes we try to make people do and be what we want them to be at the moment we want them to be it. Instead of waiting on them to grow and mature and do things at their own time and pace. Because we are all different. Everyone has different times and different paces for doing things. Like, maybe when you people first get married, the wife might be better with money and the husband may not be as good with money. Or the husband might be better with, like, keeping up with the house and cleaning it or whatever. And I'm just throwing random things out and the wife may not be. But this is not to say that the husband will never get good with money. It just means that if you give him time and let him mature and learn more about money and, you know, get it together, then he probably will eventually get better with money. And this is not saying it will happen in the first year of marriage, second, third. It may happen in the 10th or 15th. But the point is, you were patient and you loved him anyway, regardless of his flaws. Or not even a flaw, because it's not really a flaw. Regardless of, you know, the fact that he didn't know money. Because the whole thing is love, respect, and I just think that instead of making our spouses 
try to be what we want them to be. We should pray for them and then wait for God to change them and then give them the time and the pace and the pace have time give them time and have patience for them to actually mature and get better at the things that we think they should be better at. Now, with all of this being said, I do have to say that the, I think the beautiful thing about marriage is that it matures you. And it helps you become less selfish because you now have to think about and consider someone else beside yourself. Now, having kids would do that for you as well, but I think marriage is like the first thing that prepares you for that. And I think that marriage works best, and this is just my personal opinion, when each person is given freedom to grow and develop and mature in their own time and on their terms. Now, what I'm trying to say is that everybody's different. And I said before, we mature at different speeds, at different points in our lives. And what may take one person one year of marriage to learn might take someone else 15 years of marriage to learn. Or what may take someone else 15 years of marriage to learn may take someone 10. We're different. So I can't necessarily say, well, you should have you learned that by now when it may not even be the case. Everyone had their different time and speed for doing things, and I don't think that we should rush it. So what I'm trying to say is that we should give our husbands or wives the space that they need to grow and mature and to be the best that they can be. We should love them through their faults. We should love them while they're learning. Because don't we want the same thing? Like, I want my husband to be like, okay, well, Kiana didn't pick up the stuff tonight, but she'll probably get to it tomorrow. I don't want him to come home. How come this isn't done? How come this isn't done? You should do this and you should do that. I don't want that. I want him to wait because the thing is, I'm going to get it done and I do get it done, but I just need my space to do it. And I know that's the same for him. So if I want that freedom to grow and mature on my own terms and at my own time and pace, then I'm sure he wants the same thing. And so I just think that what we should do is Give our husbands or wives or our loved ones the freedom to grow and mature at their own time. And while they're doing that, I think we should wait on them. When I say wait on them, not in an impatient waiting like they should learn this by now. No, just wait on them like, well, I'm praying about it. God's going to do this. I know they're going to get this eventually. But wait on them with love and patience and kindness and understanding because that's what we would want. And I think we should give that to our spouses as well. I do want to say that... As we wait, it's okay to pray and ask God to first help them to work on these things and get better, but also to help you get better so that as God is working with your husband or wife and helping them be the best that they can be, he's working with you so that you can be the best you can be. And so I do think that prayer helps with waiting patiently and lovingly on our spouses to change. So that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about today. The song that we are going to hear today is called Waiting on You. And this song talks about a woman who is waiting on her husband to be the man that God has called him to be. When I look in your eyes, I know that you love me. But the things I do,
I'll wait you forever. God made you special, and I love you, no doubt about it. He made you just for me. That was the song, Waiting on You, and it is written by yours truly. Now, before I end the podcast, I just want to encourage you to wait on your spouse. In this day and age, it is acceptable and even encouraged to throw away your marriage, even if things are not going well. But I want to encourage you today to pray and wait for your spouse, and you'll see that God can do amazing things in your marriage and in your lives. Before I end the show, I would like to encourage you to go to iTunes and leave a review for the podcast. Your review will help other people to find out about the podcast. Also, if you are enjoying this podcast, please feel free to share it with someone this week. You can also connect with me during the week by going to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and leaving me a message in either Messenger or in the comment section. As always, I had an amazing time hanging out with you, and I hope you're having a good day whether you're winning or losing. I love you, and no matter what, you're going to make it through. Bye-bye for now, and I'll see you next week. Hope you're having a good day Whether you're winning or losing I love you No matter what We're gonna make it through Hope you're having a good day Whether you're winning or losing I love you No matter what we're Well, I gonna hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Music and Vibes Listening to the song made me remember how much I love that song. So I don't know. I may have to bring it back. I'm not sure. Anyway, this week I want you to remember to be patient with your spouse so that you can show them your love and truly accept them for who they are. All right. Well, if you have any questions or want to talk to me anytime this week, just head over to Music and Vibes, the Facebook page, and leave me a message. In the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful and amazing, an awesome just a great day and I hope that you enjoy yourself and I will talk to you later.